Hello, hello, friends and strangers. Welcome back to another episode of Everything Unfiltered with Pearl. Damn, you got that intro right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, so finally we have you on our podcast, the man behind all the editing and everything, Dylan. <laughs> well, I got. Hello, hello. Introduce yourself. Well, hi, my name's Dylan. Um, I'm Pearl's editor. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode so far. You know, I'm still in the middle of uh, learning how to perfect my podcast as well. So please bear with me. Well, um, uh, hopefully her episodes will sound better in the future. Uh, Pearl decides if you don't if you decide to not to have guests that laugh like hyenas and break <laughs> the audio. Well, I mean, sometimes it's really hard, you know. <laughs> but yeah, oh my god, every time we edit together and then. Especially when you hit that like high sort of like pitch of volume, which is so funny. Exactly. Well, okay. So, what do you do? What do you do like right now in terms of uni or like your job? Uh, so I am currently studying a master's in cybersecurity, while working alongside mm-hmm. a grad role in cyber as well. Pretty much, my main role is kind of like a system admin role where. I kind of act like a translator between our technical security team and an upper app uh, between security and upper management. So whatever technical uh, technical security team gives me, I have to translate that and give like a high level overview to upper management. Mm, Stuff like that. Right, right. But yeah. it's pretty hectic though. Like you studying like post grad and then like doing this too. Like, that. Like, I know postgrad is going to be much harder than, like, you know, undergrad. Mm. Like, undergrad is, you know, not that it's that easy either, I guess, but, like, comparing it to postgrad. So, how are you handling it, though? Yeah, well, I can't really say uh, my master's is kind of like a proper uh, master's. It's more like a, it's online, so it's sort of part-time in a way because uh, while I was applying for it, I it's recommended that you work alongside it because it's only one subject per hex semester. And if you guys don't know what oh. a hex semester is, it's kind of pretty hectic. So six semesters per year and every semester is like about eight weeks. So it's very accelerated, very quick, but it's very hands-on, which I like. It doesn't like, you know, doesn't drag time. It's just straight to the point. You learn You're very hands-on. So, yeah. That's how you learn. That's that, well, that. That's the best way to learn for me. Wait, but then like, how like how long is between like the breaks though, like between each term? How long is the break between each term? Yeah. What break? <laughs> no, no. Um. Mm, <laughs> I, <laughs> jokes aside, uh, it's okay. Like after assessment, it's probably about a week, a week break. Bro, yeah. then you work as well. So basically, no, like no breaks. I mean, usually uh, from past hem- uh, hex semesters, it's only one class, and that one class is it's usually like a consultation session, like a Q and A session. There's not really any classes, oh. so it's more of like you study and do the assignments in your own time, and then lastly right, come okay, for the exam so if there is one. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very catered towards people who. Uh, I'll work alongside it. It's more. It's more like a part-time master's, but you you take you considered uh, studying full-time. Well, but the thing is, like, 
you still get master at the end of it, yeah, right? Yeah, you still do, yeah. But it's just that time. Yeah. Okay, so it's just part-time. Wait, how long is it again? Two years? Two years, yep. Two years. So... Okay, it yeah, makes sense, makes yeah. sense. Hmm. So when are you graduating? Hopefully, uh, by the end of this year. So it's already been a year, mm. so hopefully by the end of this year, I'll be done. No more masters. Yeah, so that's actually, that's actually not too long to go. Yeah, it's pretty short. I mean... Mostly it's accelerated, so... It Wait, so you know how you kind of told me about your job? Like, you know yes. how you have to, like, have meetings with, like, Germany and then stuff? Was it in Germany? Uh, yeah. Yep, yep. Um. Yeah, because, like, bro, your, like, work is basically during the night-ish. Yeah. Do you work in, during the day? Uh, during the day, I mean, it's pretty much barely any working. It's mainly me preparing... Preparing preparing the documents um oh right fair enough what's the latest time you have worked to like the meeting how long what's uh, the latest midnight. holy oh, shit i i will cry to be working in such like a time like that well i guess it makes sense if it's kind of like you know you don't do much during the day hmm. i mean i mean if i finish late uh i can always i'm pretty flexible i start i can also start late just let my boss know mm, that's true that's true yeah and then because you know it's only been like it's almost a month now mostly you know when i got in i was a bit confused on what to do stuff like that and it's always frightening when you start a job like this security mm. job anyway because you're kind of overwhelmed because what i what i was expected to do was kind of overwhelming it's a, it's right. a really big project. It's like a three-year project sort of thing because it's more like a, I have to develop a, manage like a security management system, which is pretty lengthy because it's mostly documentation, right? My job is mostly around documentation, maintaining those policies that ensure you know, uh, you know our assets are handled correctly, stuff like that. And then just me, mm. pretty much making sure both ends meet. So our external cyber team, I have to make sure whatever they suggest, I have to make sure that's communicated well to our management team. And then they'd be like, okay, we'll give you some budget to do this and that. All right. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. wait, you're 21, right? Or 22, uh, right? Two, 22 in about three, three months. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, because so, you know how you know Mark? Yes. Yeah, so I was like, I'm pretty sure Mark is a year above me, so I was very confused. So I guess you sort of jumped a year. Wait, uh, yeah, you jumped a year. I can't, not really jumped a year, I'm all, I kind of started school pretty early. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, honestly, I should have started, honestly, I should have started a year late. Because, you know, I just felt, I don't know, I just felt like, you know, I was kind of uncomfortable going through the years with my schooling life. And then after a year later, you look back at it and I'm like, why was I, why was I stressed for that? You know? Mm. But you, well, you never know. My little brother is like the, yeah, my little brother is like the oldest among the class. Because mm. like, I mean, first moved here, um, like, I mean, technically, he could have, you know, moved up a year, but I guess they wanted to just slowly integrate into it. But anyway, mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Wait, so what else do you do on the side? Because I know you like stream on Twitch <laughs> and stuff, so... Yeah, uh... Why are you laughing? Yeah. I do have a... I do stream on the side. Stream on Twitch. I stream a bit of music. Uh, my streams are usually about an hour. That's how long my DJ sets are. Um, and people who do know me, I don't really, really show up on time. Because, you know... That, that's, that's true. Me. That's true. And like, we don't, it we either, don't got listen, listen. <laughs> either got cancelled. Yeah, either got cancelled. Yeah, because he's either cancelled or like, he just, okay, it's still like, and yeah. Uh, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit flaky, but at least, uh, I try to make it, you know, fun. At least if I do stream, right? Stay back a bit or, you know, try to make it sound sure. you know, decent. I mainly stream like, well, I mainly stream like, um... Uh, electronic house hard style but you know sometimes I do a bit of R&B care and b just for people who want to listen as well but yeah mm. uh, other than that streaming is I've obviously stopped streaming for not stopped streaming or temporarily because obviously I'm busy but uh, otherwise yeah. it's usually on the weekends Perfect. yeah that's why like, I appreciate a lot that like despite you being so busy because I, I understand how busy it is right to hmm. work and study at the same time hmm. but you see you know take time to actually edit my podcast because hmm. it can be pretty hectic especially when it comes to like when it comes down to like you know having like guests over and stuff and then when it's just two people recording and stuff it's a longer process when we edit it so yeah uh, two, well, um, two people is usually more difficult to edit because you know especially if you guys are in the same room because there's always echo here and there so say for example mm. the last episode uh you and winston <laughs> you're talking uh re- your recording i was layering your recording over his when you were talking i had yeah. to cut out uh his voice in your recording if that makes sense so yeah otherwise it would just sound very i guess echoey is that a word so so it's actually so it's actually better if we just like record it separately, right? Like in the different rooms and stuff. Oh, I mean, obviously you're gonna lose out on audio quality. Depends on how people record at home, you know what I mean. But true, it's all, it's true. actually way easier because it's two separate audios. Mm. You can just put together because if if you're just recording mm. yourself, it's only yourself. Right. Yeah. yeah that makes no sense. No one else. Yeah, yeah. No one else that you pick up. So, yeah, I guess. When you started doing that. I mean, yeah, since, because COVID and everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, who cares about COVID now? I don't want to really catch it at least once. Well, not you, but you know, uh, anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what I do on the side. Um, because most of the time, I either, look, if I'm trying to work or do studying, you know, I, I, you know me, I'm, I procrastinate a lot. You know, I have this mindset while mm. I'm studying or working, you know either now or not now so <laughs> if it's now or do it now i feel like a zombie doing it because even my rents are like you know oh like why don't you go again out of your room for a while take a break or what now i'm like i'm focused on this if i'm don't do it now you know when's when's gonna be the next time so yeah see that's the thing with like working and starting at the same time like on your day off right mm. or when you have like free time you know that you still have stuff at the back that you have to do and then it's kind of like force you to have to do it regardless if it's your day off or not. Yeah. Like, so I have today and tomorrow is like my day off, mm-hmm. right? But it's just like, 
Well, I had like a pretty productive day, so I'm pretty like happy with it because like you know I have uni stuff that I have to, I have so much uni stuff that I have to do already, mm. and like on top of that, and I've been trying to apply for jobs as well, mm-hmm. and everything together is just like I just can't feel like I'm well rested. Mm. So it's it's kind of annoying, but I guess you know soon it. I mean in a few months time because I graduate, hopefully um after this term right, so in May, so it's like. Three more months, two more months, nice. I'll be done. So, yeah. Yeah, but would you want like music to be like your sort of like main focus in the future, or like you know, would you ever consider that or not really? Uh, if security falls out, sure. No, um, <laughs> uh, it's definitely something I've always done the sides. It's never as more of a hobby, or more like a side hustle mm. sort of thing. It's not really. What the my main focus in life is, uh, I just like music because um, ever since you know just when you like listen to a lot for me at least, if once you listen to a lot of music, um, you just you just get bored of the same people you keep listening to, and you pick like one artist and another artist, and then you like you think to you like you think to yourself you know what if I could just combine the two together or you know have two sort of similar styles together in one song, and that's how we're going to like. Bit of basic music production and bit of DJing mm. as well because you know I like mixing shit together, making like making it sound how I want it to sound. That's how I really got into it. And, yeah. yeah. Fair enough, but like, what if you, one day you blow up and stuff? Ah, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see when that comes. We'll see. I just. Well, it's not, I, yeah, I have a plan, we'll but see. I have a plan, but we'll see. Mm, you have a plan. Well, yeah. just how I go. I like have a general idea of where I want to go, but if anything happens, mm. I just have to make do. No, I could relate to that a lot because, like, you know, I really wanted to move mm. up, but then, like, even though you know, after getting like all that property done and stuff, like, I can't even get to move out because my dad's like, no, 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 you can't do it. You won't be able to repay. Blah blah. blah. Like, just full brainwashing me into like, I won't be able to pay it off if I just live it there, live there by myself. Mm. Like, which is fair. But at the same time, it's kind of like I still thirst for that, like you know, freedom. Like mm. especially because you know how um Winston lives by himself, right? Yep. And every time when I'm there, I just feel so much more peaceful, mm. right? Well, not peaceful in the sense because he lives in the city, so it does get pretty chaotic. But like you know, just being away from like you know families and stuff, you just sort of I don't know. It just feels different. It's like you get to live your own life. You get to not having to worry that oh I have to get home by this time or like oh I should be doing this at home otherwise they'd be nagging at me blah mm. blah. So yeah, I definitely want that. But but yeah um, well obviously there's no shame in living your with your rents for a while. It's just you know it really depends on the situation. If it really makes you feel like shit, your like your situation or you know people like that, it's like you know it's best to move out. But then. The main concern for me is like, can I be? Is it sustainable to live by myself, especially traveling out all the way mm. to Canberra? Because Canberra obviously reminds me of the place I live in because it's kind of dead in the morning, <laughs> and it really gets busy <laughs> at night, really lively at night. So, but I feel like it just really pushes you to be more independent and just be more responsible for your own、yeah. life. Like it's not like I'm not responsible for my own <laughs> life or what 
whatsoever, right? Yeah. Hey, I'm pretty responsible. <laughs> but I just feel like it's a different sort of like independence that you could feel. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, yeah. obviously, yeah. Because when you're at home, your mom cooks for you, prepares food for you and yeah. stuff. But then when you get, when you live by yourself, you really have to like make food yourself. Agree, like, something what? But yeah, but Uber is like expensive. You can't really no, sustain yourself with just constant. Yeah, and it's just so unhealthy, yeah. bro. Gonna get high cholesterol in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously that's sense of the independence is is cool and all, but obviously we have to be realistic about it as well. So yeah, yeah. like the thing is, it's like Winston is more than happy for me to like move in with him, mm. right? It's kind of like you know whatever right but then obviously my parents is like a big no to them and it's kind of like i feel like you know the only chance i will get to like move out and stuff is only either when i get married mm. or i like actually find a job like mm. a good paying job yeah. in like other places right mm-hmm. so it sucks asian families in general yeah yeah exactly like yeah. It's, yeah. it's just that huge stigma behind you know they have to stay back otherwise you know you bring this honor to your family oh my god you know exactly it's so dumb but like it really depends on your situation and you know there's nothing wrong with staying with them but it's just you need i want to have my own life sometimes oh you, I, I, mm. I, I will have my own life but it's just you know it's, having that talk with them is difficult because they're kind of stubborn to listen to what you're saying yeah they just yeah and like they just feel like if you were to mention that they'd be like they'd feel really offended oh, yeah. oh, don't get me started on that oh my god oh. oh yeah because i remember when i first mentioned it to my dad he gave me the deadest stare <laughs> ever and i was like oh okay never mind just... pretend i never said that yep. yeah because uh yeah it's just well i guess recently it's been all right because i you know i'm so busy and i'm always going out or like you know i'll have like dinner with vincent yep almost every other night so like i'm the only time I'm at home is when i'm like coming home to sleep yep. right so i feel like in terms of like my anxiety of staying home sort of lessen a bit mm. i guess but you know because i'm basically not always here so yep. we'll see right mm-hmm. but yeah apart from all this bullshit is there like a 2022 resolution type of shit or like is there anything that you want to achieve in life in like a short term sort of goal uh uh yeah of course 2020 resolution obviously get in better shape uh uh you know get a better <laughs> stable job stuff like that all that cheesy bullshit but no um for reals though um uh i just want to I've been trying what well, past couple of weeks or months as well, you know, just trying to be, especially coming to the new job, this new job, um, just trying to be mm. hot take on this, but just trying to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. I like that. So, comfortable. yeah, I mean, a lot of people probably said it already, yeah. but like they know what I mean, yeah. but they don't really <laughs> know how to word it out. It's because, you know, I just feel like when I'm comfortable, I've, I just have this, I guess, panic attack mm. of, Am I supposed to be comfortable right now? Am I supposed to be, you know, um, mm. comfortable enough to be, you know, relaxing? Or I mean, obviously it's good to take a break here and there, but then it's just I don't know. I just anxiety again, all over again, just to having. Um, so I, I guess being uncomfortable with uh, what were you you're doing because that forces you to learn. That's. Um, it forces you to learn to adapt to you know whatever new surrounding you're in 
I guess just try, just trying to be more in 2022. I guess I just want to be more comfortable in doing so because otherwise I won't. I'm not probably won't go anywhere. I don't feel like I'm going anywhere. So. See, there, yeah, this was an interesting thing that I was talking to Winston earlier on. It was because so I was watching. So there's this girl that I watched. No, so he. Anyway, <laughs> so she does this like glow glow up diaries yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of. Um, YouTube on YouTube, mm-hmm. right? So it's basically a journal of like, or like, not yeah, like a vlog of like her life. Um, while she comes to terms with like her own bodies, like her relationship with food and all, that sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, going up, right? Mm-hmm. And um, one thing that she has on was like feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm. Like it might not really. It's not the, it's not exactly what you were talking about, but it's somewhat you know related to what you were talking mm. about. Because I feel like often, right, when it comes to like you know taking on a different challenge in life, people get scared and they because they are scared of that, and they chose to you know mm. chicken out, right, or like they get COVID, that yep. you know, or they get into that whole like analysis paralysis sort of like situations where they just end up not doing it, and. I could relate to it so much as that, you know, because often I stop realizing how comfortable I am in a situation yeah. that I stop pushing myself, mm. right? And then when there's something uncomfortable, you know, pops out, I'm like, oh, I kind of don't really want to take it. Like, despite maybe it will turn out to be something greater than I expected, mm. right? Because of that fear, I stop myself from, you know, experiencing more to life. Mm. And... I feel like that's probably one of the things that I kind of want to be more aware of and just solely, you know, ease into, you know, being, un- like, you know, being uncomfortable in situations and pushing myself mm. to face the fear. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's kind of like, at the end of the day, if we, like, I feel like we are still young. Like, even though we feel old, mm. but we're still young. Bro, my knees, terms, you know, man. My age. knees, my, uh... <laughs> My back, my back, man. My, oh my back! Every time I sit down, I groan, dude. I my body's eighty, but I feel like I'm a, I'm a twelve year old. You know what I mean? Like every time I open my mouth, no, bro. every time I open my mouth, I feel like you know, is this the right thing to say? Is this just have a? I don't know. I just, oh yeah, that's also that's another good thing to bring up is um another resolution or just in general, I guess, just a growing uh, respect for yourself as well learn to respect mm. what you need and what you want uh you know have less of what you want but like what you need right now um don't not listen to your body um yeah like mainly have some self-respect for uh what yourself but then it's like your body your yeah, mind okay okay yourself. i don't want to didn't want to sound cheesy okay look <laughs> listen what you sounded like you was going that way okay what i'm trying to say is is would you treat yourself like say if you have like self doubts or like you have self hatred days, right? Mm-hmm. Would you treat that person or would you treat yourself the same? So would you treat someone else, your best friend maybe, the way you treat yourself? Mm. Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. See, yeah, that's the thing. We are often such like we criticize ourselves so mm. much, yeah. right? That because I guess it's kind of like. Mm, how should I explain it? Like we criticize ourselves so much, but then like when it's seen from like an outsider perspective, it's kind of like why would I do that to myself? 
how would someone you know it's kind of like when you're thinking from an outsider perspective right hmm. how should I, this thing this is video that I I watch I'm trying to rem- I'm trying to remember how you said it. it's kind of like I would not want to spend my I would I would not want to spend twenty four hours with this sort of person you know if that hmm. makes sense yeah. Like, if we sort of start seeing ourselves from that outside perspective, we'll go like, oh, why would I want to spend time with this person at all? He's such like a, he only brings, she only brings down, she only talks about shit that negative or like she doesn't take care of herself, blah, 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 that sort of stuff, right? So it's a really interesting thing to look at because like, um, yeah, often we just feel like, oh, I feel like we have that sort of like guilt that we feel in ourselves mm-hmm. that maybe we are not doing enough and hence why we keep pushing ourselves to a point where our body couldn't even take it. Yeah, um, just I guess it's more of our upbringing, I guess, in a way where it's like we don't get, we didn't get enough validation or we just didn't get enough, mm. uh, just, just mainly validation of what we did wrong or what we did right, you know, it's just, we've always been taught, uh, like in, from Asian family, um, <clears throat> We've always been taught like what to think rather than how to think. Yeah, exactly. I really agree with that stuff. Like, I feel like one thing that I couldn't really properly explain to my dad was that like. So we, we had, so sometimes my dad would like want to have like a DNA with me, <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm not even joking. There's this one time I came home. I thought he was gonna be. I thought he was gonna be mad at me, <laughs> but then he was, He just wanted to have a chat with me. I was like, okay, but anyway. Um, yeah, this is why I feel like he listened to my podcast because um, he was mentioning shit that I didn't, I've never said it to him, but he was like, and he started saying stuff that I've I've talked about in my podcast, and I was like, excuse me, wait a minute, what? <laughs> but um, you know, I remained calm. I didn't want to like expose myself, so I didn't mention yeah. anything. But anyway, um, I feel like you know I agree with what he was saying that like you know his parenting might not be wrong, right? But to me, it was kind of like there could definitely be improvement. Because what he was saying that if I didn't push you to do to do all this stuff when you were young, what if you turned out to be someone that just does nothing? Wouldn't you also blame me then that why didn't I push you then? Yeah, right? that's a good point. But I feel like, yeah, but I feel like the way that he has pushed me was, so I don't want to say wrong, but it was definitely not, not the, the way you expected. Well, it's kind of like when you're a kid, yeah. right? You how uh, how your parents are your role model. Mm. You learn from them. They are basically an image and reflections of you how you are like these mm. days, right? And it's only when we slowly grow, slowly become more mature, we start to understand ourselves more. We start to see the flaws we have in both parents and ourselves, and that's when we start to you know make amendments or we start to change. Mm parts that we don't want to keep right that our parents yep. have so one thing that you know i definitely see was the way that like i've been you know taught since young right you know the way that the, the way that like we never really get validations and stuff it was always like why didn't you get this a plus right even <laughs> if you get like 90 percent, why didn't you get that 100 percent, mm. right and you know it's kind of like being able to i guess one thing that they sort of lack is just i don't know this is how, how should I explain what's lacking in the parenting style? It's just, they don't really properly explain as to why you should be doing all this stuff. It's always like, this is what you need to do. Go do it. That's it. No question should be asked. I mean, asked. to be fair, but if I were them, if like I were my parents, whatever, um, mm. to be honest, I just think that would be the best thing I would have done because that's what I've been taught. That's how, you know, their parents 
or my grandparents have taught them to say, you know, do this, you must do that, you know, uh, just literally just action command, you know, there's nothing really like, you know, oh, you need to do this because blah, blah, blah. There's like no really proper explanation, mm-hmm. I feel like. They're just, they're just doing but, the best they can, I feel like. That's, yeah. Yeah, that I could definitely understand. But I feel like this is one thing, you know, how they call break the generation cycle. Oh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. To me, it's kind of like because I could slowly see all this thing. Now, obviously, I'm still slowly, you know, seeing more stuff, you know, right? As I grow, mm-hmm. I guess. But, you know, there's definitely stuff that I would not want to, like, be teaching my kids or I would not want to be treating my kids like that. Mm. I want to create, you know, a healthier sort of environment so my kids could feel like they could do anything they want that, you know, is illegal, obviously. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know, like, I don't know. Okay, you know what? I just want them to to not be miserable with life, mm. I guess, in one word. Like, I just want them to be happy, mm, yeah. right? And I don't want them to go through shit that I might have gone through, right? I want them to be able to love themselves enough to know what... Like you say, respect yourself. Like, I want them to be able to love themselves enough to know that. Yeah. Or, like, be able to validate themselves. Because, you know how... I feel like that's one thing that I really like and because I don't know how to validate myself, I don't know my own self-value. Mm-hmm. I let myself, I put myself into a lot of shit before, you know, that I know I just wasn't, just wasn't worth it. I was worth more than that. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, on top of all that, I just, like, just growing up in general, like, if you're teaching future kids, it's like, it's kind of, I just hate how it's like, you know, usually, or it's usually the case, but, maturity and growth usually comes from trauma or like you know you have to you know (laughs) that's a bad way to put it i know but like that sort of it's that sort of like you gotta have to like as going back to my old point you have to get uncomfortable with what you're doing before you be like okay Mm. i probably won't do this again like you learn by being uncomfortable or like you it's kind of still kind of hard to process but you know it's but yeah I don't know where I'm going with this. But. I mean, no, 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 I understand. I feel like Winston would definitely agree with you on that. He matured a lot because of the trauma that he has happened in yeah. his life. But yeah. I guess to me, it's kind of like, if you have a healthy sort of parenting style, I don't think your kids will have to be traumatized to learn. I just feel yeah. like, I feel like there's definitely ways that you could teach your kids for them to like explore the world. If they get, you know, hurt or whatever, that's fine but i feel like as a parent myself mm. i i think i want to instill something that's more healthy yeah. and you know if they do if they do you know end up getting you know trauma from the outside world i think it's fair because but i just from my world to them right like parents right i just don't want that yeah well i just like i didn't mean to like you know they have to go through trauma. Oh my god, to like experience. Yeah, no. But like, what I'm trying to say <laughs> Yo, is, I'm gonna give you trauma. <laughs> uh, like, what I'm trying to say is, you know, if they do mistakes, encourage them to make more mistakes because mm. otherwise they're not gonna learn um, from them. Yeah, see, I- because they be like, so what if you like just be like, so what if you make mistakes? As long as you don't make the same mistake mm. in the future then you're good because right. you're meant to make mistakes. Otherwise, you don't know what's wrong yeah. and what's right, you know. Try like try things mm-hmm. out. Yeah, because I think in terms, like a lot of Asian parents, they 
try to protect the kids too much because they don't want don't them to get, get me started. Like oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but what I generally feel like is just when you stop someone from doing something that they really want to do, they're just gonna end up doing. Just it, gonna, this is gonna right? fucking do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I just think it's a really dumb idea to stop someone from doing something that they want. Mm. And, you know, it's kind of like, let them understand that feeling, let them process that, like, that experience, that, that's how they shape themselves. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd rather tell them about the consequences and then be like, okay. So I guess it's just kind of like, you know, how I feel like, I don't know how a lot of people have been feeling since, you know, COVID lock- lockdown has happened and all that stuff, right? Because mm. you know how mental health obviously has become such like a... I feel like it definitely has become a more popular topic now. It's been popular, but it just becomes... It just definitely hit the highest peak when lockdown happens and stuff. Yep. Like, I don't... How was your lockdown? Did you enjoy it? Uh, look, as an introvert myself... Definitely, because you know, you, you know me. I, ba- I barely go out. And, uh, I, besides the whole strict parenting thing, you know, I've always I've always been you know comfortable at home because mm. my home environment's been good at times. But you know, uh, although I say I'm a big introvert, you know, most of my friends, you know, they might not really see me that way because you know. Oh, like you got a consulting job. You you worked in sales before. You know you're not really an introvert. I'm like, hell no, bro. Just because you yeah. just because I'm sociable doesn't mean, you know, because, um, I really don't like, for me at least, I don't really like small talk. I just talk mm. whenever I want, whenever I need to, and people who are the same, I just I encourage them to, you know, be the way you are. Don't yeah. don't, don't give a fuck. Like, you know, just because you're introverted and you don't like small talk or just, you know, talk whenever you want. It's fine. Claim your own peace. Because I guess that's one thing that I really learned when I had to self-iso. Mm. I feel like because I care about people too much that I get too involved in people's life that I stop realizing that I needed peace myself and hence why I deactivated Instagram because too much shit's what going on there. I'm just like, why am I getting myself in order, into all this shit? Yeah. Like, and I, well, to be honest, that just sort of was just, just literally just trigger it. Like, I had so much shit that accumulated slowly and then I was just kind of like, oh, I can't take this anymore. Yeah, well, that's but, the reason why I de- yeah. deactivated. Oh, I deleted my old account with some other, uh, like, just old friends that I didn't really talk to. Because, you know, it just, it's just, you know, you give so much attention to them and they don't really give any back. So it's just more like, it's more of a throwaway main account. So I just chuck that account away. Same thing with Facebook mm. as well. There's so many people that added since like, you know, mid high schoolish that I don't even talk to anymore. So it's always good to you know, have that step back and I guess deactivate Facebook as well to like stay off social media for a bit. Yeah, because one thing about social media is just people always post about, like, you know, what's happening in their life, like, the good side of it most for most, of, for most part. And it's kind of like sometimes subconsciously, like, unconsciously, you start comparing yourself to others, right? Mm. And I just feel like it's just such a, like, an unhealthy thing. And I feel like slowly I've just really learned that, you know, 
I should stop giving a fuck about what's happening in other people's life because if it's not people that I care or they care for me, then why should I care? Yeah, exactly. You just because I've, well, I've stopped this quite a while ago, but you can't compare yourself to others uh, in terms of you know how like how they get got their job or how often they go out, you know how many friends they have, mm. what they listen to, stuff like that because they're not you. They don't have mm-hmm. the same upbringing. They don't have the same tastes. You know, although um, they might like uh, not taste, but like, although they might like the same things as you do, you know, they're not the same as you. Everyone's, I guess, mm. everyone should just, you know, I guess, compare with themselves. Like, yeah, yeah, I, in a way, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, I was gonna mention earlier. Mm. I forgot. You know, you how we were talking about what? um. Hey, <laughs> um, you know how like your voice is like really soothing and stuff, really? right? <laughs> Honestly, yes. Like you have like a really yeah, just very calming voice. Okay, so. maybe like maybe when I'm like really really tired because I'm fucking tired all the time. I'm like dependent on caffeine, <laughs> right? But people people oh, on stream, course. right? Because some of my streams I've done at the end, they usually either I whisper or like you know trying to do an asmr mm. section or like just like hey everyone uh hope you guys enjoyed the stream see you guys next time good night and i don't know just uh, like a lot of i've got a lot of comments after like dms that the people my friends are like oh your voices are really soothing relaxing i'm like i don't really think so because i'm just you know i i don't th- i don't feel like it is <laughs> maybe when i'm like really tired but you know you know that tired morning voice but like <laughs> It's, okay. it's like, yeah, I don't really think so, but if people would think I do, then... No, well, I think so, too. I see, that's the thing with, like, when it's heard from, like... I feel like voice is one of the things that is so different when someone else hears your own voice. Yeah. Because I, I hate my voice so much. Every time <laughs> when I play my own podcast, I'm like, oh, stop, stop, stop. I'm not going to listen to this. Um, yeah, especially when we edit the but, podcast together. <laughs> Yeah, every time I I'm play like, it back, oh my yeah. God, just every that? time I play it back, you're yeah. like, oh my God, stop, stop. I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's so ugly. But yeah, do, do you like an ASMR section right now? Uh, I mean, I like ASMR. I mean, that's, yeah, puts me to sleep. But then if I do it myself, I'm not too sure. I'll just try. You want to give it a go? Yeah, you, you give it a go. Go, go. Uh, okay, go on, go on. Ask me the next question. Okay, so wait, how do we meet? What? <laughs> start again, start again. How do? So how do we meet? I can't. Okay, can you speak normally? Ah, uh, so sure. Speak like, uh, not that loud, but speak a bit, just soft. Softly. So, yeah. so how, how do we meet? How do we meet? Oh, dude, I remember. Um, wait, wait, man, that, you know, that uh, Asian supermarket near UNSW? I think it's called Dan Dan. <laughs> so what was your, what was your first impression of me? <laughs> Sorry, that went a bit loud. Um, what was your so, first impression of me? So, like everyone else on this episode, I'm gonna say you were super fucking weird. <laughs> you're you're really weird. Like, 
someone that I trust and uh, it's <laughs> I'll go back to I'll go back to my normal voice. I think this is a I think it's I don't think people will enjoy it. Um wait, continue yeah, continue what <laughs> So I I don't know. It's well your first obviously first impression of you was you were weird, but you were kind of you were nice. You're really nice. Um, uh, just you know, we have the same outlook on life. Uh, I guess, and then it's just you know over the t- over time, you know, it's just, I just felt like you, although you know we don't talk as much, talk as much. I just felt like you know you're someone that I can trust. Um, talk to, whenever we get back after a long time we don't talk. You know, I just we just can already start going at it again, like you know talk about no like yeah see that's a like not funny or like weird but like that's the unique thing about us it's just like we could literally go months not talking to each other yeah. right <laughs> and then suddenly we just pop on and be like hi you remember me <laughs> hey let me show you this meme real quick hold on just uh five months later yeah okay, okay. let me just dig up another meme hold on one sec <laughs> it's weird it's weird <laughs> I don't know, it's really hard yeah. to describe the friendship that we have, but, you know, it's, uh, I don't mind, I don't mind it at all. It's very, uh, you know, it's good to know that, you know, I have someone like you to, you know, talk about stuff that I want to talk about in private or, you know, uh, yeah. give me an extra opinion on something that... And it's kind of like, you don't have to constantly be, you know, aware of what's happening in their life, right? It's kind of like, if they have stuff that they want to talk, tell you, they would, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's just such like a better friendship because it's not just always small talks. Cause yeah. like, yeah. Uh, like like you, I also see small talks sometimes just mm. so like mentally draining because yeah. you have to keep thinking about what to say next. Mm. But whereas if you have stuff to you know want to say after a while, it's kind of like you know just much easier. Mm. Yeah. But I remember how like when yeah. No, go on, go on. Sorry, go on. No, you go. No, you go. Uh, I can't feel. I, like, I always cut you off. Go on. I cut you off too. I remember how, like, when we first met, you know what happened? Oh, <laughs> I thought you didn't want me to bring it up. Okay, you, okay, you brought it up. Uh, okay. nah, I, I, I don't mind. Yeah, but, but. Are you sure you're full? Are you sure you're whole? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just like, oh, damn, dude, I feel like I'm so bad. Oh my god. Well, the thing is, right, I, I, I'm just such a bad drinker. Well, I'm just super lightweight, like, I don't know, and I despise alcohol anyway, so, mm. yeah, that's probably why I end up vomiting. But you know what, that night when, where I chundered wasn't the worst place I've chundered, like, I've chundered on freaking tram before. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it was so bad, because, like, I was so not prepared for it, and, like, yeah, oh, that was the worst, because, oh, I don't want to, okay, anyway. <laughs> moving on, <laughs> alright, moving on. Moving on, let's talk about relationships. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, what's your current, you know, relationship status? Uh, well, well let's not, let's not talk about our first relationship, that's a bit of a shit show. But, um, the second, my, well, my previous relationship was, um, it's been going on for quite a bit. Um, it's, you know, we hit it off uh, pretty well. I feel like it's uh, very respected each other's boundaries. You know, we something was up, you know, we usually talked about it. So it was good on that mm. front. 
But then it's like more and more realized, you know, you know, after that, uh, like, I guess what you call it, the honeymoon phase, right? After a certain phase, mm. it's like you really start to question if you really do love someone. It's like, okay, I'm going to sound like a dick by saying this, but then it's like I've, I, I sort of like, uh, I liked it because it was something that filled my void because, you know, it's very mm. lonely at that time and, you know. I want like more of like a you know sort of like your best friend to be there for you you know what I mean so, so for someone to like fill your void but then at the same time it's like do I really like her for her like I have to make that choice and then I don't want to mm-hmm. at that time I didn't want to drag it on for too long and obviously it was a hard decision for me as well because giving up something that's comfortable for you know <laughs> something that I want to yeah, yeah. felt uh, like I felt that's the best for both of us you know it's not going to be easy to get over. It was not uh, It was not easy to get over, especially I assume for her as well. But uh, yeah, mm. it's just you know something I really want to stress is that you know, even though things are good at, uh, things were good, and good memory of obviously. But then it's like, uh, certain times it's I guess what's a good way to put this. It's like you really gotta. You just realize. Yeah, well, it's you just gotta realize for yourself. You know, you rather do a bit of tempo. Uh, not, not. I don't want to sound like it, but it's like you don't want to. You rather do uh, like hurt someone temporarily, than in the long run, be it's better for them or better for you. You know what I mean? I don't know what's the best way to put this, but. So it's essentially like. Well, to me, it's just kind of like you have to experience it to know it anyway because it wasn't like you knew you were wasting her time to begin with. It's mm. kind of like you thought, right, you loved her. That's why you started that relationship. And then over time, you realize that, oh, this is not what I want. This is not how I feel towards her anymore, you know. And I think that's just normal with every, every relationship. And it's good that, you know, mm. you know when to stop early rather than, like, dragging it on and, like, Potentially, you know, she'd stop showing love and then she'll be questioning why, you know, why are you doing this? What's wrong? You mm. know, and I feel like that would just be more toxic to her. Yeah. And also, just one yeah. more thing. It's just, I don't know if it was weird for me because we barely ever fought. I just thought that was weird because mm. we just usually be like, okay, whatever. I'm cool. It's more like, I don't know what's, I don't know how to say, put this, but like, it was very weird. To, ex- to like expect not to like argue at all obviously banter sessions here and there right but it's like nothing major so I'm like yeah but it's just, I don't know if that's the it wasn't wasn't what I was I was expecting you know what I mean I think a healthy relationship doesn't require constant fighting though yeah but like um, it's more of the sense that you know we don't really have any disagreements big disagreements I mean I mean wouldn't that be good though I mean wouldn't yeah it's it, good it, but like it's just I felt something off was off everything right. I would say so you everything want... I would say she'd be like okay yep cool so you want a toxic relationship is that it <laughs> oh, no no oh my I see God. how it is <laughs> see this is this is why this is why most of the things I say like often come out as I don't know it's either people see me as weird or like toxic no not not that at all. It's more of the sense that um, it's very hard to put it because so, at that time you know you, yeah. f- you felt that it was too good to be true. Nothing, everything was going right in your favor. 
Yeah, and it's kind of like you yourself will only know how you actually truly feel. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's really hard for me to fully comprehend what you actually felt at that time. Mm. So. But yeah, that's uh. Right now, yep. Uh, just you know, respectfully, working on myself and uh, yeah. Not much thought. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like you know. The best person will appear in your life when you least expect it. Mm. Yep. So it's kind of like there's no point forcing it anyway. So if it when it comes, it will come. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to force anything now. It's more you know, form new bonds with people, uh, find new friends, I guess, and then sort of if that works out, that works out. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like dating apps become such like a. I don't know, like, I feel like dating actually becomes such like a draining thing to like go on mm. sometimes because it's kind of like, you know, you would just, the chances of you actually just going on there, talk to someone and just really like talk for like a, a bit and then it just stops that. It's just yeah. so high that like, what's the point of it, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's very rare. But you know what, dating, dating is definitely like a very like self, it's like a very, sort of gives you validations in a sense that's why I feel oh, like yeah. a lot of people love going on to mm-hmm. it and it can be unhealthy in this sense it can be unhealthy though I feel like back when I was young I was definitely like it was definitely I did not have a healthy relationship with dating apps mm. okay, that's a story for okay. another time <laughs> that's a story for another time that is not not for tonight yeah but um, I also agree with the fact that, you know, it's kind of like you're with someone just to feel that void in you sort of thing. I definitely feel it. So mm-hmm. when I was dating... You sure you want to say that live? Oh, no, it's, it's whatever. But it's really possible. Okay. Like, I was dating my second boyfriend, I suppose. Like, mm-hmm. at, that, at, that th- at that time, I thought, right, oh, I've moved on and stuff, and... Only to realize that I already just needed him there to sort of, you know, fill the void that, like, you know, was left there when, like, my first ex left me, right? And then, obviously, I cut it after, you know, I realized that, because... But, yeah, I was just, like... I don't know. I feel like I definitely had a really hard time to, you know... Like you say, to love yourself, in a sense. To really Mm. respect myself. I... It wasn't too like, you know, when I met my third ex and after that, you know, I slowly start to, you know, see more of as to like why the stupid shit I did back then. I was just like, what the fuck, Pearl? But <laughs> you know what? It's all part of life, so. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they're either a lesson or a blessing. So they either mm-hmm. come to you as great or they leave you behind or... Uh, as a lesson, good lesson, good uh, learning lesson. So yeah. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes you learn a lot through relationships as well. So because it, mm. it's a different sort of experience that you wouldn't really be able to get by experiencing life on a daily basis. So. Yep. Um, well, this this almost has almost been an hour. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. You know how since my podcast is like about growth and you know always I try to focus on it right and sometimes I just kind yep. of you know hey. but what's kind <laughs> of like you know your take on like growth in general I feel like with 
we sort of you know touch on it yeah kind of touch on it here and there throughout the podcast but to sort of I guess encapsulate what you really want to say I guess um what do you think about growth in general or like what do you think about life like what do you think is the meaning behind of all this shit that we are experiencing okay I'm gonna have a real dark take on this but life in general is a life in general is a shit show it will beat you down to whatever it will beat you down to your knees like it's relentless right it doesn't discriminate um but it's you know it's you're the you're responsible for yourself for being like rising rising up to it i guess bit cheesy but you you get what i mean Hmm. it's just you rising out of tough situations makes you succeed i guess it makes you grow because you know i'm gonna i'm gonna chuck a winston here and say (laughs) i have a quote yeah so the quote is the quote is uh be scared and do it anyway be Mm. underqualified and get in the room anyway Mm. be messy imperfect and unsure and show up anyway comfort is the enemy of growth get uncomfortable damn you got that quote ready somewhere huh (laughs) you're like yep i'm gonna make sure i put this in the podcast yep definitely definitely (laughs) i prepared it you know i spent countless hours trying to find the perfect (laughs) no it's really i just google i just googled it but something about being like my main message is obviously you know doesn't matter if you're like you know if you're like a homebody like me or like you know you're a big introvert or people don't see you as an introvert because even though you're sociable or you know even though you hate small talk it's just more of like you know you need to be you need to like who you are otherwise it's uh because you're like at the end of the day you're responsible for your own growth you're responsible for you know you limit what you want to see you limit your small friend circle you know you have to be on because growing doesn't happen within or for me at least doesn't grow it doesn't uh, occur growth doesn't occur within your comfort circle you have to comfort zone you have to step outside that comfort zone and you know really take a step for yourself yeah i definitely agree with that like it's always something that's out of that comfort zone that allows you to see more. Because, like, if you're in your comfort zone, obviously, maybe there might be things that you haven't realized within your comfort zone that you could learn from. But, you know, in order mm. for you to actually be able to realize that, you definitely have to keep pushing yourself to do more, keep pushing yourself to do more, until you, when you look back, you'll be like, oh, this is this and that, right? So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, um, pretty much the, I guess, if you want to call it advice, well, not really advice, it's, I don't well at least I don't feel like it's advice it's more something I wish I had told myself earlier so like early in life when I was like if I t- like some advice I would tell my younger self mm-hmm. so that's why I kind of have this like banked up because it's what I really regret not doing yeah so, see that's the thing yeah. right we often talk about oh I regretted not doing this I regretted not doing that but then like this there will never be too late if you actually end up doing it like if you do it now it wouldn't be like it's not like the end of the world if you don't, haven't done it back then but if you, as long as you start doing now as long as you start um you know making the move to or taking the steps to actually get to where you want to be that's all that matters hmm. it's never about the yeah, timing it's about exactly. if you do it or not so hmm. yeah yeah 
Well, that was good actually. That actually turned out better than what we both probably thought, huh? <laughs> you were like, I don't know more. I was like, you know what? She like, see, see, I told you, we just always end up talking about stuff here and there. So yeah, I yeah. Well, see, I just I don't know. I just felt like because mm, I feel like I'm kind of not that not that interesting to because as you know, I'm not really a fan of like talking like small talk and whatnot but you know talking with you or like you know you bringing up good topics to talk about you know obviously a good way to keep it going yeah i mean that was a good i thought was actually really good i really like your take on a lot of stuff so hopefully you guys can take from it too so i think that'll be all for this episode huh or do you have anything else you want to say uh no i mean that's pretty much it um <laughs> well i'm gonna introduce my next episode first wait actually i don't know i haven't really set my next episode but i guess you know it would just be winston again because last uh so my episode six i feel like i didn't actually properly introduce him i was kind of just like introduce yourself and then like oh he's just like oh yeah i started phd you know this and that and that's what that was it but <laughs> So I guess next episode I'll properly introduce him, we'll get to know him a bit more and then like we'll talk more about, you know, the deeper stuff, I guess. So yeah, do you want to finish this, off, finish this off for me? Thanks everyone for coming, I hope you guys stay tuned for this episode when it comes out. And stay tuned for the next episode. Good night.